0: back to 10 Toes Down Football. I'm your host, Jaden Norwood This week we'll be discussing my week 13 predictions. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens being the Chargers to solidify themselves as the one seed. This week, we'll be talking about possible playoff scenarios with the season coming to a close pretty quickly. We'll be talking about the firing of Frank Reich in Carolina and what it means for Bryce Young. So to start off, We have our Thursday night game, the Dallas Cowboys against the Seattle Seahawks, which will be a very good game. It'll be the first game of a tough remaining schedule for the Dallas Cowboys as they have yet to beat an opponent over 500 this season. So this will be their first opponent that will will be a part of that club if they find a way to beat Seattle. So I do have Dallas winning. But I do believe it'll be a very tough game because we don't know what they are like in situations like this against teams that that prove um, tough competition for the team as a whole can go down the field just as much as they can and potentially have their playoff spot on the line as their remaining five or six games or so are all over 500 teams and We'll see how they perform with this with this season coming to an end. Sorry. So I but I do have the Cowboys winning over the Seahawks this Thursday night in prime time. Next we have a divisional game. The Colts versus the Titans. I do have the Titans taking that one as Will Levis did play very good in the second half this past week. I do believe he is just steadily improving. I do believe if he got the nod to start from the beginning of the season, we will see way more confidence, way more poise than what he has already shown. And we'll probably probably be a force to come for the in the years for the Titans as they um desperately need an answer to their quarterback position as Ryan Tannehill is getting up there in age. And that division is just full of young quarterbacks, so you have traveling Lawrence, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson coming back next season after the season-ending surgery. So Will Levis will have to. All we'll eyes will be on him as the future of this franchise. But I do believe they will. They will take this one this Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts. Next, I have the we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the New York Jets. Any any team playing against the Jets, I will always take that team rather than the Jets. The Jets are just not good offensively. They cannot produce the way we expect them to, especially with all their weapons. If Aaron Rodgers does miraculously make a comeback, we will have to see as he is eyeing a middle of December return. And if the Jets are still in playoff contention, they could, and he stays healthy and that whatever surgery or whatever recovery he decided on doesn't prove to backfire on him. The Jets could be a team to watch, but that isn't the case as of right now, though so it is just a wait-and-see situation. But until then, the Jets are going to just be fighting to keep their head above water. But I do have the Falcons taking this one. Even though, to me, the Falcons' offense is very inconsistent sometimes, but their defense is keeping them in games more or less most of the time. So I do have the Falcons taking this one. Next, we have the Detroit Lions against the Saints have the lions taking this one. Uh I do believe the lions have kind of slipped a little bit in these past couple of weeks, but I do believe a couple of these games where when games where we expect them to win should prove beneficial to their morale and getting them more or less in stride for the end of the season to be a playoff contender. Like, being a playoff contending team, they are almost guaranteed a playoff spot, but will they win a game? That's the main question. I still have them as my dark horse team if they get everything right, get healthy at the right time, get everything clicking at the right time. I still do have them as top three team in the NFC, for sure, in my opinion. Next, we have the Houston Texans against the Denver Broncos. To me, honestly, this is one of the secret mean geeks. As the Broncos have been playing very good football, and so have the Texans. so we'll see who comes away with this as Russell Wilson has had a bounce back season been playing very good football. He's cut down on the turnovers he's making the right reads, even though they did start the season way behind they went on they've been on a a very, very subtle um winning streak, you could say so. Because not a lot of people are talking about them. Well, people are talking about them, but not a lot of people are putting them in the spotlight that they deserve. So I'll be willing to say that they do deserve the spotlight because they have been playing very good. And hopefully they could keep this momentum going and beat the Texans. But I do have the Texans taking this one but by a slim margin, though. Not It's not going to be a blowout or anything of the sort, but I just do believe it will be by a slim margin the Texans will win. Next, we have the Chargers versus the Patriots. Patriots are borderline bottom three worst teams in the league. So I have the Chargers taking this one. Chargers should win this one with ease. It's nothing threatening about the Patriots. There's nothing to fear when playing them. So it's just a team that's just honestly waiting for the draft to come to find the next answer at quarterback because Mac Jones got benched again. He just isn't the answer in New England. And we'll see where his next team will be more or less if they decide to get rid of him, but don't put nothing past the Patriots. They like to kind of stay in house and build and build and build. So we'll see where that goes. Next we have the Cardinals versus the Steelers. I have the Steelers winning this one. The Steelers just had their first 400 yard offensive game since Matt Canada is firing. And, that's their first 400 yard game, I'm pretty sure, in like two to three years. And they never had not one under Matt Canada's offensive production. And it just shows that this team has the weapons. This team can produce. This team has the defense to set up their offense in good spots. But they just need an offensive coordinator that's will help Kenny Pickett improve and just keep getting better week by week and year by year. And I think they could be a team. To be figured in the next coming years. But that Matt Canada signing was weeks too late. Honestly a year too late in my opinion. So we'll see where they go from here. But I do have the Steelers beating the Cardinals. But the Cardinals have been playing good football. With Kyler Murray back. So it will be definitely a closer game than most people think. But I do have the Steelers winning that one. Next we have the Dolphins. Right the commander. I have the Dolphins winning that one with ease. Dolphins offense is too high powered probably for the Can... Commanders' defense, sorry. So we'll see. We'll see. That game, honestly, may be over but bad halftime. But Commanders pick and choose what they want to play good against. So we'll see what Commanders' team shows up this week. But in my opinion, I have the Dolphins winning that one. Next, we have the Panthers versus the Bucks. I have the Bucks winning this one. As the Bucks defense, I feel will just keep creating turnovers for Bryce Young in that offense, especially with the recent firing of their head coach. I mean, you never know they may not call 15 screens this game. As that's been their identity this entire year, 3 months into the season, but we'll see. But I do have the Bucks winning that one with ease. Next we have uh NFC rematch 49ers versus the Eagles. I have the 49ers taking this one, and the Eagles They did have a very impressive win against the Bills this weekend. But in my opinion, a team that can actually shut that offense down will be the 49ers as their defense is just getting better and better and healthier and healthier. Granted, they just lost one of their best players to a season-ending injury. So we'll see how that really does affect them against a team like this. But I do still have the 49ers squeaking this one out against the eagles maybe game of the week in my opinion either that or broncos and texans definitely 49ers eagles game of the week or broncos and texans game of the week either one of those. next we have the rams versus the browns i have the rams winning that one and the browns still have no quarterback and their offense i just believe the rams offense will produce not Lights out more effectively than the Browns is they have been struggling too, in their own ways. But I just do believe they'll produce just amount, just the right amount of offense to beat the Browns. Next we have the um Chiefs and Packers on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I have the Chiefs taking that one, even though the Packers just beat the Lions this past week with a very great performance and if that Packers team can play like that moving forward going into next year they will will be a very good team it's very young they're learning to play together it's Jordan Lowe's first year starting overall from week one so they'll be very interesting to watch as the weeks pass by and as the year comes to an end but I do have the Chiefs winning that one next we have the Bengals and the Jaguars on Monday night football I have the Jaguars winning that one as the Jaguars are still a top five team in the afc they can be anybody their defense is good their offense is clicking they've been it's their second year under this system so they they are just learning to mesh better together calvin ridley has been a great addition to this offense especially for trevor lawrence as you can see he's getting more confident so we'll just have to see what um what they look like come playoff time, but I do believe the Jaguars will win this one with ease against the Cincinnati Bengals. Shouldn't be much of a challenge for them as the Bengals don't really have an answer at quarterback, so we'll see. We'll see what offensive game plan they come with with the Jaguars, but I don't believe it'll be enough. Next, we have the, we could talk about the Baltimore Ravens Beating the Chargers, Baltimore Ravens going to a bye this week. They will not be playing, but they finish this week as the one seed, nine and three on the season. All three losses, though, have come when the Ravens had led in the fourth quarter, which is why this past week when they came back in the fourth quarter, well, they solidified it in the first quarter, in the fourth quarter, I'm sorry, I'm Sure that they are improving. They are learning to match better together. So we'll just see what this Raven. This Raven team is looking like near the end of this season, but they are the number one seed they have to buy as of right now. Their defense finished that game with a season-high four takeaways and three sacks. They just, they've been playing very good these past couple weeks, and they stopped the Chargers on fourth down on the final two series, which would have honestly made the game closer and possibly led to a loss if they didn't. So it's very good that they – um. They are playing lights out. Their defense has been playing very good. We have to give them their props. They've allowed an NFL best 15.5 points per game. Their fewest through 12 games since 2006. And we know about those early 2000 Ravens teams, man. Their defense was... All oh, those teams were disgusting to watch. Their defense was... the champ. Those championship teams back then were built on great defense. And... They're showing it now that if they continue this play, this level of play from Lamar and this level of play from their receivers, as Zay Flowers had a two touchdown game, he's looking like a great addition to that offense. But they did struggle most of that game, but it is good to see that they they still found ways to convert, and that's all that matters. As long as you could punch the ball in in the end zone, we'll see. We'll see how good they could be come playoff time. But with six weeks remaining. They currently have the top spot in the ASC. And we'll just see if they can hold on to the one of right now. But they have Kansas City creeping up behind them this week. So we'll see where this goes for a team like the Baltimore Ravens. But they are the number one seed. They're going into a bye. So it is good they get to rest up a little bit. get a week, Get a week's rest. Game plan. Look where they're at. Look at the final stretch, final five to six weeks of the season, see what they can improve on, see what they can change, see see if it'll be better, if they can become better coming out of the bye. But right now, props to the Ravens as they, Lamar has been wanting this, he's been wanting a team. He knows his team was, we're always that one piece away in terms of receiver and offensive identity of being a Super Bowl contender and they are showing it this season, especially with this hard nosed defense with Smith coming from Chicago. He's been the heart of that defense back there. So it's just been been very fun to watch this Ravens team. So we'll see which way they go coming out of their bye in a week. Next we could talk about the Panthers firing Frank Reich mid season. Frank Reich Had a decent stint in Indianapolis, but some people did say before the season it was to a premature hiring, hiring him to groom a young quarterback like this to mold him into a top, you know, top quarterback in the league. And let's just say the Panthers did have done, have done, and are continuing to do Bryce Young dirty until this season is over because supporting cast is just not. It's not enough to develop Bryce Young into a franchise-level quarterback. Bryce Young has thrown for 1,877 yards, nine touchdowns with eight interceptions as a rookie. And he is surrounded by perhaps the NFL's worst set of skill position players. In terms of receiver running back, it's just not good for him. As the, the hiring of Frank Reich was seen as an offensive guru that was meant to help Bryce Young transcend into that franchise-level quarterback he didn't even make it through his first season. So we'll see where they go come this offseason in terms of head coach hiring, receivers, receiver additions, running back additions, helping fixing the O-line. So because Bryce is undersized, fixing the O-line, helping him survive back there, most of all. So we'll see where they go in terms of that. Well, let's not forget Bryce Young was handpicked by the owner, David Tepper. In the most previous draft, as most people were hearing rumors that the head coach and the offensive staff, pretty sure mainly just the head coach and GM probably more more or less wanted C.J. Stroud, and we see how how he's playing in Houston. Playing lights out, playing great football. So it's just going to be very interesting to see, but Bryce Young is unfortunately already... Experience in the organizational instability that turns most players into busts. But with Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, Jonathan Mingo, I just feel, feel bad for Bryce Young as he does not have a good supporting cast that proved the best of his abilities. So, I mean, Carolina is not a exactly an enticing head coach destination. If I'm being completely honest there's no no positive reason to go there if you're a potential head coach candidate unless you're bringing someone with you unless you just have some sort of knowledge that you know you can make that team better than what it is but as of right now there's nothing to attract any head coach candidates to even want to interview there so we'll see we'll see where this goes this will be a top headline going into the offseason because as of right now Carolina is looking like a guaranteed way to get fired if you go there as of right now, as they have no offensive support, no offensive line. And some are saying Bryson is a bust, which I don't believe because you, you got to give them man time to grow. It is only still 10 games into the season, 10, 11 games. So it would just be interesting to see where he heads going down the line. But we'll see as he is. Still the number one pick, so he is expected. He has more pressure on his shoulders than most other quarterbacks in the league. But we'll see what, what his next year or two looks like before we... Before, honestly, I could call him a bust. But, you know, media is going to try and sell this best story. So he's going to get called a bust whether I declare it or not. But anybody that actually watches this sport and actually watches his game knows that he... He's he was he was put thrown into a situation where he was never going to succeed. So we'll just see how that goes. But hopefully, the next head coach there is offensive Mining. It's kind of kind of crazy. I just hope it's offensive minded and technically Bryce Young's true first year. Is next year because he would have a fresh, fresh start and could pull all this behind him. This drastic season, but I just pray that he gets the offensive help that he needs. From being honest, next we could discuss the playoff scenario for the upcoming playoffs and the Super Bowl that will take place in Las Vegas this year, which is a very, very good spot. Very good spot to host the Super Bowl, but. As of right now, the standings, the playoffs were to end today. The Ravens and the AFC, this is the AFC. The AFC, the Ravens would end as the 1 seed. The Chiefs would end as the 2 seed. Jaguars would end as the 3 seed. Dolphins, 4 seed. Steelers, fifth seed. Browns, 6 seed. And Colts as the seventh seed. And on the NFC side, we have the Eagles as the 1 seed. The 49ers as the 2 seed. The Lions is the 3 seed, the Falcons is the 4 seed, the Cowboys is the 5 seed, the Seahawks is the 6 seed, and the Vikings is the 7 seed. But it's a very interesting playoffs as there are still a lot of contenders for that one seed, and there's still a lot of... If I'm being honest, this season is just showing me that there is no definite, definite number one team throughout the league. Some could say the Eagles, but the Eagles have had some very, 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 very close wins there when they were cutting it very close to lose in that fourth quarter. So I will give them their props. They are still winning. Winning is still very important. But in terms of like clearing away number one best team despite the record, I don't think we have one yet. But if the C playoffs was to end today, it would be uh Philadelphia and Baltimore with a buy first round buy, And second seed, San Francisco 49ers would play the Minnesota Vikings. That game was to happen today. I do have the 49ers taking that one. Easily. As Detro as um sorry, I said Detroit. Minnesota does not have a quarterback a definite quarterback answer so they are still trying to figure it out going into the end of this season but we'll see how that goes the three seed in the nfc would be the three seed detroit lions will play will play the six seed seattle seahawks as the detroit lions are still in the tiebreaker with the 49ers so they could easily take number two from the 49ers but as of right now from the standings the detroit lions will play the seattle seahawks I have the Lions taking that one. Next, we have the 4-seed Atlanta Falcons with a tiebreaker over the Saints to take that 4-seed from them, playing the Dallas Cowboys. Respectfully, I have the Cowboys winning a game again this year. but They're not making it past the second round. So I have the Cowboys winning the first round because they're guaranteed to play somebody mediocre, more or less. But in terms of making the Super Bowl, probably not. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just a giant fan that does not like the Cowboys. So as of right now, the Cowboys would beat the Falcons if they were to play in the first round of the playoffs, as of right now. Next, we go into the AFC. We have the Baltimore Ravens, Dubai, like I said previously. We have the Kansas City Chiefs as a 2C, but they are a win a tiebreaker over it with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins for the two seed. But as of right now, they are the second seed. They will play the Indianapolis Colts. I believe the Chiefs would demolish the Colts. Absolutely run through the Colts. But, you know, everybody's opinion, but the Colts are still a very good defensive team and they do have two very good running backs. So it is a very, it is kind of, I believe that would be a trap game for the Chiefs because merely it is a team that can control the pace If the Colts could score first and keep the Chiefs away from scoring because of their lack of offensive production due to their wide receivers, that is definitely a trap game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Next, we have the three-seed Jacksonville Jaguars versus the six-seed Cleveland Browns. This one will be very interesting because I cannot tell you. The Browns defense, I believe, can stop the Jaguars offense as we have seen the Jaguars offense be stalled multiple times this season. We've seen their best players get locked off. We've seen their best players get locked down, shut down, all of all of that. So it is very interesting to see. But I do I would have if, if that game was to happen today or tomorrow this weekend, whatever you want to say. I do have the Jaguars beating the Browns. Not by much though, not by much, but definitely have them beating the Browns. Next we have the Miami Dolphins. Here's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um It says if it ends today, but the Steelers can't easily move up to the move up. No, not move up. If they move down and the Browns win, the Browns become the fifth seed and the Steelers become the sixth seed, the Steelers can play the Jaguars. And I do believe that would be a harder game for the Jaguars. But we're talking right now. So right now it would be the Dolphins versus the Steelers. The Dolphins are... I believe if the Dolphins actually show up healthy and actually consistent, I believe the Dolphins will beat the Steelers. By a lot. Not by a little, by a lot. But that is it. The playoffs ended today and in the current state of injuries and all that, we don't know what may happen when the playoffs actually come around. This may be completely flipped by the time we come come back here. We revisit this in a couple weeks, but as of right now, there's a lot of teams still in the hunt. We have multiple teams still still can make the playoffs. As the, the Texans can still make the playoffs. So can the Broncos. The Bills are not out of it. The Packers are not out of it. The Rams are not out of it. Saints. Bucks. My Giants are two games behind. Which is insane to think about if you ask me this three weeks ago. But Hey man, it's very interesting to see, but this playoff is probably going to be one of some of the best playoffs in, in, in a while, but we'll see how it just turns out as we have some very good games this week. Like I said, my game of the week prediction is either Houston and the Broncos or the 49ers and the Eagles, and I have Houston winning that one and the 49ers winning that one, but it could go either way. But I say don't sleep on a Cowboys game as a game of the week. I do believe the Cowboys will win. Do I want them to win? Hell no. I want them to lose every week if I can, but I can't control that. But I will say the Cowboys have been playing good football, so I'll give them their props. But playoff ready football? Hell no. I don't think they'll make it. Like I said, I don't think they'll make it that sick around. I believe the Dolphins gotta get their shit together coming near the second half of the season as the way they've been playing isn't gonna win them that much games in the playoffs. I still have hope in them though, as I am a big fan of that offense and that defense put together. Steelers are a dark horse team too. With the firing of Matt Kennedy. you never know how hot they could get. The Jaguars too. Jaguars are definitely a sleeping team as they can produce at any given moment. So it's just a lot to watch this season as it is gonna get very interesting, but That'll be all for this week's episode. You could follow me on 1TD Football on Twitter. You can leave any likes, suggestions, comments, follow I'll follow back. Just trying to interact more. But I'll see you guys next week.